Zips and Ish, this is Alex Nepa. How's everybody doing? I've got a pretty serious uh, podcast here. Guys, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say that I'm tired. I'm, I'm a little tired, I'm a little worn out, and um, I need to change some things on the way that I do Sips and Ish. I've kind of even ghosted some guests, not necessarily, but a little bit. And Sips and Ish, like in 2021, when we start, first started doing the podcast, it was still kind of like the pandemic era. Events were non-existent. Um, weddings, you know, the season was over. And I was super into making cocktails, and I still am. But um, all of the things that were super fun about the podcast, making a specialty drink for my guests, lining up the guests, and, and all that stuff kind of turned into work. So a couple of weeks ago, I was listening to uh, one of my best friends' podcast, Happy Valley Hustle, Bill Zimmerman, an amazing podcast. Um, and, and definitely it was kind of like the impetus for me starting this. I saw how much fun he was having with that creative outlet. And, and I'm like, I think I could really have a fun, successful creative outlet as well. So I kind of brainstormed and came up with a, a conglomeration of things that I loved, chatting with DJs, making drinks, um, talking at night. And of course, and I still enjoy that, like, and, and one of the most enjoyable things about this podcast is sitting down, having a drink, um, chatting with my peers. The conversations are, are my favorite part, and that it never feels like work and still doesn't feel like work. But going back to Bill's uh, podcast, uh, Happy Valley Hustle, I strongly recommend you check it out. He decided to call it quits. It just wasn't fun for him anymore. And he kind of, on his last episode, which um, was actually in December, I had just listened to it recently, um, it was the final episode reflections and a framework for strategic quitting. And I listened to that and I took so much of it to heart because I, I related to a lot of it. And, you know, that I've been absent for a couple of weeks, mostly because I've been thinking about, is doing Sips and Ish worth it? How, what can I do to refine the way I do my podcast to make it more worth my while, save some time. And I believe I have that answer. I just need to think about how I'm going to implement that. So I really want to expand the podcast just outside of the DJ slash wedding DJ realm. I do a lot of work in corporate, in nightlife, and in events in just in general. And I think there's some value in that. Um, talking to people outside of the DJ scope. Um, one of my favorite podcasts right now, and a podcast that I feel is doing the DJ interviews better than I ever did, that's the Drew and Fuse show. If you don't listen to it, you need to check it out because it's awesome. But on one of their episodes, they talked to a videographer. And I was like, how dope is this interview to be able to like listen as a DJ about what other vendors, you know, are thinking and doing and what they like and what they don't like and what their stresses are. And I'm like, that's, that's pretty awesome. They're in that entrepreneur scope. I want to do some of that. I want to talk to some of my favorites locally and some people that I look up to on the national scale. So I think that's going to be part of what the next iteration of what Sips and Ish is. I also think that I really like doing these solo casts. I'm not like a super public guy on social media anymore. I, as I've gotten older, I've become more private with my private life. Um, I don't feel like 
Instagram or Facebook or Twitter are the places for my woes. And, and fuck, we've all got woes. We've all got stresses. So being able to do these solo casts and talk about some of those um, candidly, I dig that outlet and I want to keep that going. So I think in the future, you know, we're going to do some more solo casts. I think um, the guest aspect of it and the conversation, I want to do that, but I want to do it once a month. I also want to do it over a drink, but I'll tell you one of the biggest pains in the ass is about the Sips and Ish podcast um, of the past slash, you know, what it looked like now was um, I would send these um, handcrafted cocktails out to my guests based on things they liked and they didn't like and their personalities. And I would ship them through USPS. And I can't even tell you how many times I've had to delay a podcast because I pay for overnight shipping and USPS didn't get it there overnight or, you know, the drink had cracked and spilled. And, you know, that all just takes time and energy and having to redo that. And if you know anything about me, like even though I've done it with this podcast, I hate being late. I hate not showing like that. I mean, that's just something that that doesn't exist in my world. Um, I've even talked about it in a podcast episode before where I had to cover for a DJ that that wasn't able to make it to an event under um, dubious circumstances of which I don't understand. But anyway, I digress. It's just something I don't like. It's not what I want my look to be. So I think that's on me to set a schedule and, and a workflow that will fit into kind of what I like because this is a fun side project. I'm not making a dime for from it, um, nor do I really care to. It, I just like the fun aspect of it. It's a creative outlet. I like talking to people. I like talking to professionals. I like learning from them. I mean, I, I think there's just a ton of value in that. So I would love if these guys were a sponsor because we're talking about monetization, but there is a company called Camp Craft Cocktails. They're out of um, Jacksonville, Florida, I believe, maybe St. Augustine, but I think Jacksonville. And number one, their designs are awesome. Um, Future Friends is a design firm out of um, St. Augustine, I believe, Florida, that I, I love their work. And they actually have done a ton of work for us at Hotel State College. Um, so that was how I found this company, Camp Craft Cocktails. And what they make are infused drink kits. So they have everything from vodka drinks to whiskey drinks, bourbon drinks, um, tequila drinks. And they make these mason jars where you pour in your cocktail of choice or your um, liquor of choice. And you infuse it for a couple of days. And then all of a sudden you've got a handcrafted cocktail. Now where I'm going with this is... I'm going to use this company to send my guests their drink per se, but they're going to have to add the booze. Shipping booze is technically illegal without a liquor license. So that's another thing that was always in the back of my head. Like, yo, I'm trying to play life on the straight and narrow, but and now I'm shipping this booze. Like, God forbid, if that was the one thing I got sent to jail for, like, I don't know what the penalization is. It's probably just a fine. But regardless, like... I don't need that stress in my life. And that was in the back of my head every time I shipped booze. I like live in a small town, would go to my small town post office and I'd have to like pretend it was hot sauce or something like that because I always ask if there's liquids in it. So that's another thing I don't have to worry about. Like it's just something to ease the workflow. Also, as another shout out to Camp Craft Cocktails, um, 
big fan of theirs, but I also think that would make like the perfect client gift. If you have like a bigger client, um, you know, even if you do large scale weddings, like I, like I do, I think that's a great intro gift too, because they also send ways to make that cocktail as a virgin drink. If you're, uh, if your um, clients don't drink, but yeah, that's, that's what's up guys. That is what's up. Um, just, just, I think that's the workflow I'm going to go with. And I don't even know if I'm going to call it Sipsonish. I need a couple weeks just to come up with that. I do want to send an apology to three people. Um, Jordan Marshall, Glenn Roush, Ken Murphy. Um, they've all been scheduled guests that I've kind of put off for one reason or the other, whether it was, you know, my daughter was sick one day, the drinks didn't get out in time, you know, whatever my excuse was, which they're, they're legit reasons and they're legit reasons why, like, I need to change the way I do this. Another thing too, so when I first started doing Sipsonish, I always wanted the conversations to feel like I'm sitting at a bar with somebody and just having a loose chat. Um, I, like that vibe is just me. Um, I don't want to go in pre-prepped. I don't want to even edit the podcast, even though I've done it a couple times, just to uh, exclude some things that guests had asked me not to put in when they were a little tipsy. Um, I'm fine with that, but like I just want the conversation to seem real and seem loose. So I was having those conversations at night, and when I'm in a, uh, you know, in 2021, especially in the winter of 2021, where like we've got no events at all, nightlife isn't open in Pennsylvania yet. Um, that was a lot easier. But I'm actually doing like three clubs or bars a week now, so that's like gives me four days, you know, of night of nights to myself to chill with my family or, or go to bed early. Cause I wake up at 6am. So I, I definitely like, I don't think we need to have these conversations and these interviews late at night anymore. We can definitely, I don't mind sipping a cocktail during the day. Um, you know, when they're my office hours. So these are all just things I want to consider. And I also think I'll have access to more people and, and guests like who, who might be turned off to talk at, might be turned off by talking to me at 10 or 11 at night because I was trying to capture that vibe of being at a bar. And and I also want to get back to doing video too. Like I've got a YouTube channel and, and I think there's a ton of value in having the full podcast on audio and little clips um, on YouTube as well. So those are all things I want to do. They're all things I'm going to do. So the only thing I can tell you guys is thank you for being patient with me. Thank you for listening to Sipsonish. Like I've actually super thrilled with the numbers that I've produced. I went into this podcast thinking if 50 to 75 people listened every single week that I'd be a happy man. And there's been many weeks where over a two week period, like I'd have 500 listeners on a podcast. So that's absolutely mind blowing to me because again, like, Hey, like my voice and my guests' voices are being heard by that many people. So super exciting. Um, and that's definitely one of the reasons that I want to continue this. So guys, not going to stay too long. Not going to overstay my welcome today. Just want to say thank you for listening to Sips and Ish. Thank you for always being there and being a part of this. And this isn't going away. It's just going to look a little bit different and it'll probably be more fun. So guys, I'm signing off.